0: And welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil, and me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to talk about the latest episode of Doctor Who The Witchfinders. But before we uh, get into the news, Paul's ill. Yes. He's not very well. He's not very well. So we, we just wanted to um, say we, we painted a big white cross on the doors of Who's He Towers. Uh, to signify all who enter here are doomed, basically. I, I have been accursed. <laughs> accursed. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. You picked it on the ye oldie worldy talk there, Ed. Yes. You? <laughs> so, you, so we just want to apologise now that if there's any sort of coughing and sneezing and um, sort of Paul basically explodes uh, over his microphone. <laughs> and, and I'm going to keep burning a neighbour until I get better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, before you start striking your matches, shall we go on with the news then? Yes. Yes, okay then. Now, I thought you have to start with some sad news. Uh, The actor George J. Cooper has died at the age of 93. Now, that name might not be sort of known to many of you out there, but uh, from a Doctor Who perspective, he played the character of Cherub in a William Hartnell story, The Smugglers, in 1966, which unfortunately we can no longer see. Um, However, but I think to another generation of children out there he was um, famous for playing the caretaker Mr Griffiths in Grange Hill and uh, 103 episodes which I never realised from 1985 to 1992 um, that was sort of kind of outside of our generation yeah. of Grange Hill wasn't it
1: yes because
0: we were, we were sort of the the, the the Tucker Jenkins era weren't we uh, we,
1: uh, we, we was definitely so fed up with school by then that we weren't going to go home and watch
0: it on the telly oh god no <laughs> Well, I mean, he's one of those faces that just appeared in just so many things um yeah. over the years. Um particularly a lot of comedy stuff as well. He usually plays sort of um sort of local sort of local councillors and those sort of um he says that he played bumbling characters. I'll never say he's bumbling. He's probably more sort of um full of their own importance. Yeah. Sort of characters he played, really. Um but I sort of My favourite thing he was it was an episode of Steptoe and Son. um, In this episode, oh what a beautiful morning! Um, It's one of one of uh, one of Harold Steptoe's brothers had died, and George A. Cooper played one of his other brothers who arranged all the funerals. Yeah, Um, just he did did everything on the cheap all the time, Um, and it's one of the best episodes of Steptoe. As well, actually, just because the, the, the way the family are portrayed in that they're just sort of <laughs> bickering over who's going to get the uh,
1: is that the one where they will have to dash to get back from the funeral to the house? Yeah, they'll race back from the funeral
0: to... back to the house for the share out, yeah, <laughs> to make
1: sure nothing's disappeared by the time they get
0: yeah. there. <laughs> and like... then the
1: fig- figurine under his hat or something, that's it, because everyone's eyeing that up, aren't they? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones, but using things, um uh sort of like Dixon Dot Green Zedcast, Mothers Do Have them, uh Sykes and Mind Your Language as well. Um yes. which is probably best forgotten to be honest. Yes. But um Um But apparently his last T V appearance, it says here, was um in Casualty in nineteen ninety five.
1: Right.
0: Actually which I thought was a bit of a, a bit of a shock. Actually he's always one of those actors who just thought he just sort of he's one of those character actors who just just kept working. Yeah. You know, but um but 93, it's a good age. I and suppose, he's, I suppose he'd know. have
1: been in his 70s then, wouldn't he? So
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah crikey. Yeah, you think about so, it. But um, I yeah. think he, he left... Wasn't, left he, a... wasn't
1: the, he retired young.
0: No, no. Oh, God, no. Well, I don't know if actors ever retire. I think they just don't get the call anymore, do they, a lot of the time? But, well, uh, I don't know. I think some some of them might do. but mate, Well, maybe. But, uh, but what I do love, the A in George A. Cooper stood for Alphonsus. Yes. What a fantastic middle name. <laughs> Alphonsus. Wish I thought of that I was something my, my son. <laughs> Scott Alphonsus canon, that would be a fact they've got, they've got a nice little ring to it. But I think, anyway, back to George J. Cooper. You know, he he led um a sort of flight like of very long and varied sort of career in, in the business, I suppose you could say, and um I say he, he's just known, he's one of, he's just one of those faces, I isn't see, he? Yeah,
1: he's one of those yeah. you, you might not someone's yeah, someone says the name to you, not necessarily, but you see a picture of him and it's... Oh, yeah, no.
0: Oh, no, he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, anyway, um, on to other news now. So, uh, the one the sort of the news that broke this week um, is that... Now, some of you may be familiar with um, Tom Baker and Ian Martyr's um, abortive attempt to uh, take Doctor Who to the big screen many years ago with their story Scratchman, which basically Do- uh, Do- Doctor Who meets the devil. Um now, apparently, I didn't realise it actually got sort of quite um, quite away actually, but f- they just it's sort of like f- they did lack of funds really to um, get the project off yeah. the ground. Um, but now it's been turned into a book. Um, it says it's sort of written by Tom Bates. It's actually been written by James Goss, um, who's novelised a few other Fourth Doctor adventures that were penned by Douglas Adams. Um, now, this is going to be released in January uh, next year, um, which I think I'll, I would definitely be getting. Actually, yes, I mean, I just get some new um, fourth doctor stories and there's actually had a a sort of, you know, the fourth doctor himself had a hand in it. Yes. And
1: it's something that sort of had a had a life for a while, hasn't it? Without being. Yeah. Coming to the fore. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, no, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to that, actually. So it's actually um, it's going to be published by BBC Books and it's going to be out on the 24th of January. So um I think that might be as we're sort of we were discussing uh, the other week, Paul, that um once this series of Doc Two is over, we're sort of like thinking, Well we're, we're nearly at the end of our Chris Reckleston our retrospective. <laughs> end of our tenth, yes, and so are our listeners at this point, actually that's just mumbling away here. Um but yeah, we're sort of thinking, what are we gonna do? So um maybe this is something we can we can do, Paul, to fill the time. <laughs> yes. We can review scratch on the podcast. <laughs> we, we can read books rather than podcasts. <laughs> I'll read something other than Doctor Who books for the place. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be nice. That's a, I've got so many, but uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so that is. Um, I know some people would say, "Why is it this in Tat corner?" But I, we don't seem we we don't think books are tat, no. really. So um, so that's why it's just in the news. So there you go. Yes. Now, um, yeah. Sorry, Paul. You're going to say something there.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, no, you weren't. Because oh, yeah, okay. because if you're going to do that, then then isn't Big Finish just audiobooks,
0: really? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, we don't adju- put that intact, so... Well, no, well, this one might do, though, because Billy Piper's back as Rose Tyler for Big Finish. Yeah. Hooray! Um, <laughs> yeah, th- th- this this is the... um sort of just recently been announced that they're going to do, like, a, a series of audio stories uh, featuring Rose Tyler. It's called, uh, the, it's called... The subtitles, to it is called The Dimension Canon. And it's uh, Rose Tyler on the 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 parallel Earth or the alternate Earth that the Doctor left behind in on the at the end of Doomsday. Now apparently this yeah. is going to be filling in the time when the Doctor left her and when she meets the Doctor again. Um, at uh, ju- <coughs> excuse me, at uh, at journeys that journey's end. Um, yeah, two parter. So um, I'm mean, apparently it also says here um that the series has its own distinct tone. It's focused on the era of Russell T. Davis. Apparently T. Davis has had a, um, a hand in this with a few like you know, pointers and notes and whatever. But it says, there are no alien threats or villains to defeat. He said, these amazing stories captured and showcased the beautifully rich human characters of Doctor Who. Oh, uh, good. Okay. Yeah, good, great.
1: <laughs> Everything we didn't like about series one and two, then. <laughs>
0: Well, you've got um, Camille Coduri's back as Jackie Tyler. You've got Sean Dingwall's come back as Pete Tyler. And yeah. uh, Mark Benton as back as Clive yes. Finch, or the alternate version of, of Clive yeah. Finch.
1: Oh, that's, that, that, that's the only bit in this that's actually caught my attention. I yes, to say. same
0: here. Same here, actually. Um, now there's been four um, episodes announced so far. So we've got The Endless Night by Jonathan Morris, The Flood by Lisa McMullen. Ghost Machines by A.K. Benedict and The Last Party on Earth by Matt Fitton. Hmm. hmm. Okay. So, we if there's no aliens involved, I'm see. sure... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure The Endless Night is when Rose Tyler can't get to sleep one evening. Uh, the Flood is when Jackie um, forgets to turn the taps off in the kitchen. Uh, ghost Machines... What, what could Ghost Machines do if it's no aliens or villains to defeat? Um, I've run out of ideas already. Yes, already, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, anyway, so there you are. If you're interested in Rose Tyler, um, unfortunately, I'm not, I'm afraid. I dare say there's plenty of you out there who are. Um, this is going to be released in September next year. and It's available to pre-order uh, now on CD at £25 and £20 for the download.
1: And The only thing that makes me laugh at this is the producer saying... I approached Russell T Davies with the idea of Big Finish making a Rose Tyler spin-off. He was very enthusiastic as always. I was thinking, if you approach Russell T Davies and he says, "Eh, "I don't know about that," then you know you're on a loser. You
0: You get anything other than it's wonderful, great idea. It's wonderful, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't think you get anything less from RTD actually. (laughs) Everything's wonderful. it seems his scale of enthusiasm starts
1: at a much higher level than mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, ours combined, I think, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OK, well, we have some more Big Finish news, actually. And this is for the seventh Doctor. Is that Jessica Martin is going to reprise her role of Mags for a new series of audio adventures um, uh, coming soon at the Big Finish. And for those who can't remember, Mags was the punk werewolf from The Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Um, yeah. A story that p- seems to sort of split fandom. I actually quite like that story, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I, yeah,
0: I, I can't remember how I reviewed it now. So... <laughs> yeah, so we, we did the old, we did the uh, the Target book, didn't we? I, yeah. I, I seem to remember quite enjoying um, reviewing, actually. But, yeah, um... uh, yeah, I, I'm now
1: fearing I'm going to say no, I don't mind it, and it's like read. I listen back to it and find out, this is terrible. I hate this story. <laughs>
0: Now um, it makes me back in, in a trilogy of tales um, And it says Join the 7th Doctor to embark on a positively Gothic series of adventures That encounter werewolves, vampiric creatures And angry mobs of villagers Ticking every Hammer Horror convention With a Doctor Who twist um, That actually sounds right up my street To be honest with you Yeah, It really does So the first we've got The Monsters of Gokroth By Matt Fitton will be released in April 2019 um, an Alien Werewolf in London by Alan Barnes will be released in May 2019, and The Moons of Volpana or yeah, I think it's how pronounced, by Emma Reeves will follow in June next year as well. Mm. So, um, so they can be um, they'll be available at 14.99 CD or 12.99 on downloads um, on their release in April, May, and June next year. Yeah, so there we go. There we go. I, I'm, I'm more <laughs> inclined to listen to that than to the, the Rose Tyler, to be honest
1: yeah i can't say I can't say though it's the, it's the spin-off I've ever been waiting for
0: <laughs> no me neither to be honest but um interesting yeah actually if they, if they're going sort of doing like a gothic horror um brute then i'm I'm all for it I yeah Do- doctor who's always done that got especially that one particular you know what people call the golden age of doctor who the the uh, philip Hinchcliffe yeah. um I think Doctor who's always done gothic horror quite well. I think big finish do to a certain degree. Yeah. Some of the ones we've listened to have been a bit. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm
1: not. I'm not anti. It's just you know, it was a bit of a.
0: Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. But um, hey, why not? Why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm open to to that. i think. You're open and to that something one. Something different. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're not quite the RTD levels are wonderful with that, but you, no. it's, it's a bit higher than the Rose Tyler ones. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay then, so um well that's it for uh, uh for uh, big finish news, but Oh damn so sorry. It's now it's time for Omega Stat's corner. Oh thank god we haven't got much longer to do this Paul, have we? No. And a couple more weeks. Uh, right, okay. The Witchfinders had um, overnight um, viewing figures of 5.66 million, uh, which is a 27.9 share of the total TV audience, um, unofficial overnight um, audience for that for that uh, particular evening. Um, that makes it, again, the fourth highest rated programme for Sunday and 19th for the week ending 18th of November. Yeah. Um, again, it, it seems to be hovering around that 5... Five point six, 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 three. Well, at the moment, six, isn't it? Yeah,
1: slowly going down, isn't it? We started at over seven. Yeah, we've gone through the sixties. We're now down to about five and a half.
0: Yeah, and I, not... I know there's, there's, they're still trying to put a positive spin on. it. I mean, it's still fourth for the week, and it's still hitting the top yeah. ten on a regular basis. Um, but let's not kid ourselves but... here that the viewing figures are now comparable to where they were at Capaldi's time.
1: Yeah, and that was a Saturday night. Yeah. If we end up with the same viewing figures as we was getting for Saturday nights, was it worth moving it?
0: Mm. And at the moment, it started of really strong. Um, yeah, and it has taken a dip. But I, I, I mean, Fritz is still be making the fourth highest rated program for yeah, Sunday right, night. It, yeah. it's obviously everything's taking a dip. Hmm. You know,
1: but why? Why is everything taking a dip? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, what is what? What do people do on a
0: Sunday night? That I don't I, I, <laughs> uh, I, what, have a I, life. Probably well, well, there's a few things, Paul, but not, it's not for a family podcast. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, no, I honestly don't know. I Honestly, don't know. It's, it's it's peculiar, isn't it? You know what's um what I think the, isn't the X Factor over
1: now. Uh,
0: permanently,
1: it's because
0: yeah. it, no. it, it's not mentioned here. Has, has it been? as the final been and gone? I've I've got absolutely no idea. Yeah, I
1: don't. Yeah, I, I have no idea either. To be <laughs> no, honest, I don't, really don't watch no interest. It, but, uh... I mean, but if you, if you look at something like you know the BBC drama that comes on at nine o'clock, only gets two point two nine million. I know. I suppose that's because it's up against I'm a am a celebrity. I suppose, but yeah, well
0: that's been apparently been trouncing everything okay, at the moment. Yeah. Um, which it must be, I'll be watching. Um, sort of the, over the course of the week, and it has been quite entertaining to be honest. I haven't been watching.
1: No, I'm, I I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just waiting for John Barrowman and Noel Edmonds to have a fight. <laughs> actually, because um, yeah, I think I think Noel Evans like pissed off John Barryman on his first night there. Um, so yeah, I'm just waiting for it to happen. So it's not a good sign when you make uh, Noel Edmonds emperor of the camp. No. No, exactly. Yeah, so you can you can sort of see where that's heading, to be honest. But anyway, anyway, um, back onto onto stats and about Noel Edmonds. Um, I was going to say. For more information on this, listen to our new "I'm a
1: Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here" podcast <laughs> out
0: next week. Well, um, now onto the official figures for Kablam, Um That had an official rate was of seven point four six million according to Barb. Um, now, that had 7.23... This is the, the Barb four-screen dashboard again. 7.23 million watched the episode on a conventional TV. 120,000 watched on a PC. 61,000 watched on a tablet device. And 52,000 watched on a smartphone. And that makes Doctor the ninth most watched programme of the week ending 18th of November. Which, yeah, yeah it's still it's good. Still, yeah. Yeah. But the top of the week was Sunday's edition of i Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, which I think was the, possibly the Wars, first episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, which had 14.17 million viewers. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's, it's a popular thing. Um, and Kablam had an AI score of 81. So it's back up again. Yeah. It's going back up. Um, we're still not. I don't know, it's it's, it's nothing I mean, A 80, of 81 is still quite good, even 79 apparently is still quite good, um, but I think even Capaldi, I, I hate doing this comparison, but wasn't he getting sort of average in 83, 84? Uh, A lot of the time, I can't remember. It does no.
1: seem that most have gotten around about the, the early to mid 80s.
0: Yeah, it just sort of, that's its niche, isn't it? Yeah. Really, yeah. Um, and again, it scored higher with female viewers. Yeah, there we are. There we are. So, um, there we go, everybody. So that's it for news and stats for this week. Um, So, very, very shortly, we're talking about the witchfinders. So, um, for another week, then that was the news. everybody at home, we're now going to talk about the Witchfinders. People of Bilehurst Crag, let us
1: put the accused to the test. It's a witch trial. Every last witch in this village shall be destroyed. A genius plan, Your Majesty.
0: And once again this week, we're going to actually kick off with our feedback um, before we get on to what we thought about it. So um, here we go then. So we're going to go through our our, uh, Facebook feedback. And once again, thanks to once... You know, once more for sending this in. It's been truly, truly great to see you all um, sort of engaging with us. So, uh, first up, Abby Peck. Hi, Abby. Um, Abby says, It was honestly not my favourite of the season. Now, I I know I've been reading your your comments, Abby, on Facebook, and um, you've been very, very enthusiastic about this season so far. So, um, I was quite surprised to see that from you, actually. But uh, anyway, Um, Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf podcast. Hi, Martin. Um, He says, Alan Cumming made this watchable. That's damning with faint praise, there. I think. Uh, Thanks, Martin. Next up, we have Craig Hansen. Uh, Craig says, "Okay, we're not a passion. Steve Lyons, the Witch Hunters. I'm not too sure what that is. Is is that a comic or a book? I'm not entirely sure, Craig. But um, so we're we're not up too up on the old um, comic and sort of the Virgin Avengers of Doctor. I'm afraid." But he carries on, and says, a bit disappointing, really, as the paranoia of the Tom's fertile ground for a horror story, story but it ended up being a bit of a mishmash. OK, thanks, Craig. Uh, next up, Jeff Waddle. Hi, Jeff. Uh, says, not great, but pretty good. Enjoyable enough, no real surprises. Alan Cumming, OTT as usual. But he kind of worked in this story. Glimpses of how good Jodie's Doctor could be, but that's eight episodes in. She's still not there yet, and it's almost the season done i would have given it an extra 0.5 marks for the psychic paper, saying Matthew Hopkins, which found the general, but that's just me. Seven and a half out of ten. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Uh, next we have Andrea Gill. Hi, Andrea. Um, Andrea says, really enjoyable and a proper baddie uh, race again to boot. Um, Alan Cummins was awesome too. I dread to think of the Ryan King James fanfic, though. Yes, I bet there's a plenty of slash fiction going on right now, actually. Um, yeah, I'd shut up to think. Uh, next up, Pete Murphy. Pete Murphy says, not from the Ferris Project or single from Bauhaus or the Boone City uh, footballer who broke Man City's Bert Trapman's neck in the 1950 FA Cup final or one of the operators of the early Daleks. Just wanted to get that out of the way, did you, Pete? <laughs> okay. Um, he says, another good episode, but still disappointed they haven't got the conviction to make a pure historical story. Okay, we may touch on that as when we come to our review. Um, yeah. Okay, Alan T. Butcher, hi Alan. Um, Alan says jolly good, but a, witch, but a bit witch finders generic. Okay, again, a damning with faint praise. Um, Thomas McCambly says um, this episode was probably the best of the season, a tea time so to speak folk horror with an ex the unknown spin. The Moraks are a good addition to the Who baddies. Alan Cummings was fascinating, all zeal and menace. All the carrots had their time in the sun, and once again, Graham impressed with his handling of his newfound witchfinder status. That was a classic New Who episode, and one that I think will get rewatched a lot. Okay, thanks, Thomas. Um, now we're going to move on to our email feedback. And once again, we've got an email from Ian Key. Hi, Ian. He says, Hello. Can't believe the last eight weeks have gone so quickly think this was the one I was looking forward to the most and after it was revealed who was in it and what it was all about. It definitely didn't disappoint. It was the most Mark Gatiss story of Mark Gatiss stories with all of his tropes sitting in the North, a bit camp, horror and aliens, but not written by him. Sure, I haven't been the first to comment on that. I was right at first that Alan Cumming may be a bit OTT, but I thought his performance became more layered as time went on. Nicely paced, something all the regulars to do. Cheers, Ian. Okay, thanks again, Ian. Thank you. Um, Keep it coming, everybody. Uh, Next up, we have our Twitter feedback. I've just got a a couple to read out this week. Uh, At Dr. Oho says it was great fun. Could easily see this working in any era of Doctor Who. Okay, thanks very much. Then next we have at MarkDean3. Uh, much better a storyline and it had a plot that was easy to follow but took you in unexpected directions. Well done, much better. Uh, but the series could do still do with a theme running through it and some regular baddies. Eight out of ten, good effort. Okay, and lastly we have uh, from Twitter, have, um, at Keith R. Gooch. And Keith says, Well, I'm sure the LGBT community would have liked it, especially a Scottish hero, King James... Um, <laughs> the sixth stroke, the first, was turned into a camp which obsessed homosexual. But as usual in season eleven, the story was terrible. Nobody remarked on Yaz or Ryan, so BBC rewriting history again. Okay. Uh, now, thanks everybody for writing in. Um, now, I think we, I think we we have to reply to Keith's comments there, don't we? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. <laughs> to a certain extent, yeah. Um, I think. Was... Well, yeah. Did you want to kick off first? Because there's a little bit of a yeah. history lesson here, isn't there? Really? I mean, it, the, just
1: the fact that I think um, he's sort of saying there that you know this is just a a modern spin on King James and put, hmm. trying to put it into a modern context. But I think actually the the bits that it covers there, the there was he. Uh, gay or bisexual or whatever Is yeah. is pretty much documented and argued over For literally since the end of his reign
0: Yes, exactly um, this, is, this is not new to, no, to Doctor Who No, exactly I mean, he fathered seven children with Anne of Denmark um, Yeah who was, who was his wife um, And, yeah, there, there were rumours about him It was it the Duke of Buckinghamshire, wasn't there?
1: Yes, I mean, there's stuff like that they found when renovating the palace that they stayed in. They found a secret passage that went between their two bedchambers um, that no one had realised was there. And there, there, there's various other bits that people, contemporary writings at the time,
0: commented on. Yes. His fondness for certain male courtiers. Exactly, Um, there was sort of like I was reading some of the things there There was Some some poet at the time said It's well known that the King of England has union With the Duke of Buckingham Um, And apparently Buckingham himself um, Basically had evidence That he slept in the same bed as the King Um, But Again his words I think he said Would you love me now better than at the time Which I shall never forget Farnham Where the bed's head could not be found between the master and his dog so um as I yes. it, it could be interpreted as non-sexual but everyone says um it remains ambiguous in in you know the court life of yeah. the time you know
1: Yeah. But um yeah. But, it, but it's certainly not a a modern twist on the
0: no, story. No. I no, mean, may be exaggerated a little bit but um hmm. they just say that he had sort of close relationships with, with a lot of male courtiers so yeah. um it just bit a debate you know.
1: There, there is a fact that quite a lot of the nobility of the that period, not just England and France and Europe and that, were not perhaps so hung up on sexual orientation as no, maybe maybe as later uh, generations have become.
0: Yeah, I think um, possibly as so you said, they're a bit more enlightened. Um, then than we yeah. are now, to be honest. Perhaps
1: or, or, or certainly there there was a there was a feeling of if you know I I have supreme power over everyone and that I can use that in any way I like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, precisely. There's perhaps so. even more to it than yeah. Now the the other thing about um what Keith, you said there, Keith about um Yaz and Ryan. Um, and again, this isn't rewriting history. Um, there are actually a lot of um, people of colour who moved to the UK, or particularly England anyway, in, in that particular century, uh, and particularly in rural areas. And they did actually sort of marry into um, English families. So it's, it's mainly... Um, actually, there's actually sort of like Chinese they sort of came over on the on the boats and everything, uh, and, and just set up home here, um, and not as slaves either. It was actually forbidden yeah. at that time to, to to own slaves, even back as far as then. So, um, yeah, it's so it's it's not unheard of. But no. this this whole this whole thing about you know there were no it was just white people in England at that particular point in history. Um, it's it's not actually correct. <laughs> I mean, my my point, my 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 feeling actually
1: probably more the fact that they spend make no attempt to blend
0: in costume-wise. No, that was... Pro- well, the only time that got remarked upon was when King James sees the Doctor, are you, are you actors? Are you actors? Yeah. But,
1: um, you know, I mean, in, in, in some... I mean, I know, I
0: know it's a bit hit and miss as
1: to whether people do change... whether people, they have changed costumes and that, but there, there was usually some attempt... Through the Hartnell years, sort and even the Baker in. years, yeah, to, yeah, to dress, somewhat. yeah, more um, to the period, mm. which we haven't seen at all in the three historicals we've had.
0: No, so far, no, exactly, exactly. But, um but the the other thing um, we we didn't say in um, in our news section was actually this um this episode actually went online. Before it's BBC One broadcast on Amazon, didn't it? Yes. They accidentally uploaded it. Um, instead of Cablan. they uploaded this one <laughs> instead. So um, I don't know any people. I, don't, I, I certainly didn't see any spoilers out there, did you? No, I didn't, no. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. But um, anyway, anyway, that's um, that's it for feedback. So thanks very much, everybody. Please keep sending it in. Um, we, we like reading all of it out. And it gives some, some good um, discussion points. But what did we think? Um, of this particular story as well, and I believe Paul, it's over to you now. What did what did you think?
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, bearing in mind you <laughs> fell asleep watching it. Um... <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, I, I watched it all the way through on the Sunday. I just yeah. decided, you know, having having only watched last week's once, that really I've I've, I've got to pull my finger out and and, and watch it again before I yeah. Do it. So yeah, I saw the first fifteen minutes and then the last five. I think was the. <laughs> When I try to watch it again. So, yeah, this is still done on the one review, I'm afraid. Oh, right, okay. To be honest. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Part of me has to get over my wanting to pick holes in stuff. Like, you know, like, like, I, I'm constantly, once, the, once King James has arrived, thinking, well, he wouldn't have just had one person guarding him.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it did make me wonder... Actually, they did sort of... And I don't think he'd be allowed to sort of wander around the countryside on his own. No, no. It, it, mask even or disguise. no mask. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> and the other thing that got me was... The only person who did seem to have have men... Was uh, Becca Savage. Yeah. And she goes out and cuts down the tree herself. Yeah, wouldn't she have some sort of... Um... Wouldn't she have just ordered her gardener <laughs> to have exactly. done Exactly, Yes.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, that, that, did, that did strike me as a little bit, um, a bit strange, to be honest, and probably <laughs> so, not so, accurate. But uh...
1: so, so those two things aside, where I had to sort of say to myself, no, come on, you've just got to
0: accept that it's a TV program. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that that is the thing about these historicals. You sort of like thinking, well, it, it's easily researched, um, yeah, and you know, especially if you're going to use a a monarch of the time as well. Yeah. it's very, very easily to research. So, but, I mean,
1: to be fair, I don't know whether he was of the habit of slipping away from his protectors to go well, out and visit people. Well, I, but doesn't about seem that, to strike but... you as the sort of king that would have done that.
0: Well, he he did actually have um, a sort of you know a a, a what he. he he certainly says so in, in the program. You know, um, a, a, a knowledge of witchcraft, and it was something he was yeah. interested in. Oh, oh um,
1: I, I can imagine, imagine he does that. But I can imagine he does it with a legion of men standing around. Well, I would
0: have thought so as well. But it, it was just the um, fr- fr- from the fact that the the doctor did actually in Becca's bedroom, when she was the, they were sort of sort of going through and snooping um, round round her, her house, that the doctor opened up the book. That James the First actually wrote um, about yeah. witchcraft, um, which I'm not going to pronounce because I can't pronounce it. Um, yeah. So I mean that that was oh I mean a- yeah, that was I accurate. Mean, you every, know every,
1: everything. You know there's bits and we, we've already gone into the, the the lifestyle and whatever at the time. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean de- definitely, if you're going to do a story of this nature, then by all means incorporate King James into it. Yeah. Because he was very much of that. The, the probably the founding movement of the the witch trials and whatever
0: of the time yeah, so oh he, he kind of was um so yeah that just, makes uh, perfect sense yeah um I think that the, the the thing was though um I think when when I first watched this and I did sort of do a little bit of research about James the first before watching it um I didn't really enjoy it at all when I, when I, when I watched it on Sunday night. Um, no. because sort of having read that about James the first and knowing that he sort of personally supervised the torture of women and seemed to get a bit of a kick out of it as well. He's not a, he wasn't a very nice person at all by any stretch right. of the imagination. Um, and I just thought, I thought well, this was being underplayed. They were trying to make it sort of like, like, like a comedy out of it or, or, yeah. Alan Cumming's portrayal was was like a comedy. That, so that was into to that, and that didn't that didn't sit well with me, to be honest. Knowing that he he generally tortured women.
1: Yeah, I and mean, we you get know. back to the problem though of the audience. This is going they're aiming at. don't Well, we? exactly,
0: exactly. Um, I, mean, I
1: mean, you know, he, I mean, he could have been. Uh, if, this, the, the, if this had been a program going out at ten o'clock on a Monday night. Mm. Thriller going out at ten o'clock on a Monday night. You just said it was very underpaid. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, but, yeah I think considering uh, what what he who he tea was Tea time and what he on did, a Sunday is it? Yeah. What, no, I just, what I just really it, can it, you do?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was it was underplaying that aspect of him and and sort of mm. trying to turn it into a bit of a sort of almost almost comedic. Yeah. Um.
1: All right, and that sort of thing is, is actually the problem you're going to have doing a. Uh, Which trials style program isn't it?
0: Yeah, because actually none of it is pleasant. No, it's not. I think it's uh, a very very difficult point in history to make a yeah. family show about, really. Yes.
1: So. And then try and add a light touch to it. it is just not really just just doesn't quite sit right. And I don't yeah. know. I mean, and, and I don't know quite... how else they could have done it. To be honest. No. Uh, no. I, I think uh, it's you've what... just then got to say, was it the right? If you're going to do it, then you've got to do it by suspense, and there wasn't really any build-up in this. It starts no. off. It starts off with the one basic uh, murder we get in it. Is the actual opening five minutes, basically, and the rest is just about stopping them killing other people. But there's no real. You didn't think there was there was a real suspense until right near the end.
0: Well, I, I, I mean, that's the thing because I said so I watched it Sunday night. I didn't really enjoy it. I just thought it was a bit of nothing, really. Um, yeah. And the whole James the First thing and the Witchfinder thing just didn't work for me at all. However, I watched it a second time, mm. and I kind of got it a bit more. Yeah. And I kind of enjoyed it a bit more.
1: This this may be my problem. <laughs> yeah, I I
0: did actually, and someone said like about um. I thought in the feedback there someone said about it, it. Alan Cummings started out as sort of camp and OTT but as the story went on it did be, his character became a bit more layered and I, I yeah. do agree with that I think it did because yeah. he was beginning to have doubts I and mean, yeah from that first
1: the first couple of minutes he was on screen when he comes into the house yeah, into the room and you're thinking oh this is going to great. if this carries on for the rest of the, the episode this is going to this may go
0: a bit too far over the. Yeah, top. I, was, I was thinking, are we going to get Graham and levels of camp here? Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, but but as the story went on, that did get dulled back quite a bit. Yeah, it, it did
1: settle down. And I, I thought he, I think he just brought that sort of. I quite liked his performance actually. Despite, yeah. As the first time, I thought to myself, mm, yeah, not too sure now. In that first couple of minutes. But after that actually I did quite enjoy his performance and I thought I think he did get it quite right. I think he did just about get it right. In the in the sense of how the whole story was.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean I mean I think really I mean you know, you didn't really need an alien threat in this, And he should have really been the Well, I thought of a better description. the villain of the piece. Yeah. Really. Um but they made the Becca Savage character, which I thought was played really well by Siobhan Finneran, yeah, uh, or Finneran, I should say. Sorry, um, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I thought she was really good. Really, I thought she played the part really well, and that whole absolute conviction that she, what she was doing was right. Yeah, um, even though it, at the end you found that she did it just to sort of cover her own tracks. Yeah, um, end of the day, but um, but but that gave a real flavour. For me, of what the witch hunts were like. Then because it, it it was that and there was no trial or anything, it was these ridiculous things. If you drowned you weren't a witch, if you didn't, you were a witch. Either yeah. way, you died. Yeah. You know, and it it was that absolute this is god I'm doing God's work and all this sold um kafuffle. Yeah, it, it's I thought that that was done really well. And it's yeah. probably the King James bit that spoiled it. To a certain degree.
1: It probably added something that it just didn't need. Yeah. You you either had to have King James as the main character and perhaps his safety or whatever. Which it didn't become until right at the end of the yeah. episode. Yeah. Or you had her as the as the as the baddie, so to speak, and let it go from there. And yeah. just have it have it. Her against, because she had enough power to to will. They didn't need the king's then authority to come in and and make you know things no, harder for the doctor. No, I mean I the, think, you the, know, the, the Savage character had that.
0: Oh yeah, control
1: of the community. So
0: and whatever whatever happened, she was always going to twist it round to that. But that she's a witch. Yeah. you know it, it was yeah. always going to come to that. Um, and and that's what they. Well, that's what she did when her back was up. The doctor suspected that um, there was. She knew more than she was letting on. Straight yeah. away, it's like you're a witch, and that was it. That's all it took. She, as you say, she wielded that power. Yeah, she could convince anybody. You know, because you know, it's just sort of, it was fear. She ruled yeah. by fear.
1: Yeah. You know, which probably landowners did in that day. Yeah,
0: precisely, precisely. So,
1: so yeah. So there was a sense that did you need. King James, or do you start with King James as being that person? Mm. You know, it's sort of just another needless liar. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no, not I don't know you won't. I know
1: you won't. The other so... problem I have with this oh, episode yeah. is, cutting straight to it, Go on. a pretty much underpowered villain again. Or underpowered alien. Um, I just felt they was a bit...
0: Easily defeated. Well, that's always been. I mean, t- to be honest, let's let's think. We've we've gone back to the. This reminded me most of an RTD era story. Yeah. Where you've got the, oh, I don't know, everything's wrapped up so quickly at the end. Yeah. You you've got you've gone through three quarters of the of the story, without an alien being revealed. Then then the last quarter's revealed, and then it's. Finished, yeah, dealt with in the last 10 to 15 minutes. So that's why we think it didn't need the alien threat. It, it whoever said, I can't remember who said it on the um, on the feedback now, but said, you know, it's you know, wh- why couldn't we have had a pure historical? I
1: you almost got a sort of thing that the. The witch hunting in itself wasn't bad because it was only put there by, it was only brought about by aliens, which actually, you know, it was a horrible period of English. It
0: history. It was, yeah, and it didn't need aliens. It um, wasn't aliens yeah. that introduced that to English history, you know.
1: It, no, it, it, you know. No, I mean um... the real, the real horror. I mean, this, this, this again, having moaned, having moaned earlier in the series, this series about the fact that, the the villain turns out to be human. Yeah. This was one where the villain should have turned out to be human.
0: Precisely, because you know, they, they were. Yeah, but no, they they, they twisted that onto a, into an alien threat instead. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I didn't. Which mind, I which but, I think then sort of
1: <laughs> takes away from the the witchfinder side of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I it I didn't just becomes mind them, then but, an alien that's killing people that's that's sort of trying to you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, didn't, to gain I, power. I, I didn't mind the Morax actually when they sort of first revealed all sort of like you know the reanimated corpses, which I thought was a yeah. I mean, yeah, nice I didn't, gruesome mind. touch. I didn't know. mind
1: that. It's just the fact that just how and and also, I mean, if ever there was a scene where you could have had the angry villagers coming up the hill with burning
0: torches this was folks, yeah, this this <laughs> was it. <wasn't> it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we just got a couple, right? I said, No, come on, no,
0: no, come on. And it's I mean, just, yeah,
1: I, and, I, and I couldn't quite work out how. You know, I can understand all. Pre- it was all a lock. The tree was the whole. The tree was actually, you know, keeping them in and whatever. Yeah. But I couldn't see how returning bits of the tree that you've cut up to the area recreated the lock and dragged them back.
0: Well, it, it was a bit of a weird um, claim by the doctor saying that the, the, you know that this, you know, the tree was like semtex to the Morax. Yeah. Why use the word Semtex? Yeah. Surely sort of like, I don't know, sort of like... Um, I suppose the, the, the better description would have been like fly spray. It was it was a, yeah. an anti-morax, really, wasn't it? Not was Semtex. Yeah. yeah, I just thought that was a weird, uh. a weird line, that one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sort of stay away from talking about Jodie Whittaker at the moment, but as soon as we, we, we've mentioned the Doctor... Um, I hate to say this. I really didn't like her performance in this one. Um. Um. And I, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It, it started off with the the apple bobbin thing. Yeah. And it's an apple. Oh, I love apple bobbing. It was like a child. Right. I know they sort of always do that about the doctors. sort of like gets easily distracted with things like that. But it, it was just the way the line was said. I thought oh, that really grated on me. And there was another thing the Doctor kept doing in, the, in this particular, um, and Jodie Whittaker does it's, it's this breathless thing, all the time. He's mm-hmm. rattling the lines out, and uh, uh, it's like in between you know, all, all the words, um, it, and it just started to grate on me this episode. And yeah. another th- and another thing they've got the and I can't blame Jodie Whittaker for this, but something they got the, the Doctor doing is explaining absolutely bloody everything that you're watching on screen. Yeah. And it's just really, really grating on me. Um, it'd be like if you said something into the microphone, and I said, "It's just spoke into the microphone. It's recording everything he said." It's a, it's just sort of, it's a needless explanation, and I find that 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 this really happened a lot in this story, yeah. and it anno- I... and and it kind of annoys me a little bit. It's a bit. I mean, when you
1: talk about the Apple. Did that sort of reminded me more of the Tenants Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. That is and something it, it, like exactly what would have
0: happened. And that's the kind of thing that would annoy annoyed you with Tennant, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I could
1: sort of I can sort of forgive her The doctor at this stage because it is all new. Well, what else? So is... there is, there is, there is, there is a childlike excitement. Yeah. Well, I think what
0: what doesn't help this. as so... well, this this episode was bumped back. This was supposed to have been earlier in the in the series. This was meant to be an like episode yeah. three or four. So yeah. that enthusiasm, and and still referring to them as like you know me gang, me fam, and all that um, at the end. Yeah. Um, it would have made more sense had it been shown earlier. Yeah,
1: I think that's, I think that's the problem. I think it's yeah. more a case now that you're starting to examine it as saying, oh, we're still getting that, are we, from the Doctor? Whereas, no, if, if, if that's the case, that this was meant to be on earlier, then that sort of makes sense. That, that would have made more sense, yeah. yeah. It's just, instead I... instead of it showing that, that as the series goes on, there's a progression, mm. what it actually, by putting it in now... Sort of suggests that there isn't any progression.
0: No, that's it. That's it. I mean, the one thing I did like though was was the the little two hander scene with um her and Alan coming. Yeah, when the doctor was was um, tied up, I thought that was a um a good. And she hasn't had many scenes like that this series, to be honest. No, it's
1: it's usually Ryan and Yaz that get. Yeah. Or even Graham that get that scene yeah. with somebody.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, I did feel that at least this with the doctor felt like the focus of the story a bit more. Yeah, you know, as as it and to know, a certain extent in be. that
1: scene where that Alan Cumming actually played that underplayed that he did, scene, yeah, yeah, which made it work as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I hate. I mean, I hate knocking Jodie Whittaker, and you know, because um, I, I think you know she's. A lot of people said that that she hasn't quite clicked with them yet and I I can I can understand why. And I think it was it was Jeff Otto who said, Well, eight episodes in and it still has it's still not working for him yet. And I can and if well if they're mixing up that character's progression by putting the yeah. episodes out of order, yeah, that's not gonna, gonna help the gonna, cause, gonna, is it? it's not gonna help yeah. the cause, no. I, uh,
1: there, there is also there is also this comes back to the fact that because, getting back to the fact that we have got four in the TARDIS. Yeah. As you said, this is about the first opportunity. There's not been that many opportunities for the Doctor to have a quiet scene with somebody.
0: No, that's right.
1: Because it usually does go to Ryan or Yaz or Graham. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't really got to learn this much about this Doctor. Because all the Doctor's doing is dealing with the problems.
0: Well yeah, I mean and again, it sort of hints at the the other side of the, what, what is the doctor hiding again in that two-hander yeah um with um where she sort of accused him of hiding behind a title yeah, and King James sort of sort of threw that back at the doctor, which yeah. which made the doctor think a little bit um, yeah about about her own past there so um, but also this is the first story really that actually mentions the doctor's gender. Because yeah. actually said, oh, if I was still a bloke, I wouldn't have to explain myself and be, you know, kind of I mean, a witch. I mean, and, to to, to be honest, true,
1: that was that was one of the things... When I was actually trying to think, you know, people were saying about, oh, you know, you can't have a woman as a doctor. Mm. Um, that was one of the things I was thinking, well, no, actually, you could probably... A woman could have been the doctor in most, you know, episodes that you've watched. I don't think there was yeah. ever a point where... Other than perhaps the historical ones... Mm. Where, saying Hartnell's point of time, mm. he could he could take on the role of the like in, um, well the French Revolution. Oh, right. Reign of Terror. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. could take on the role of a high official. Yeah. But you know, in judge this Witch- case, H- yeah. The judge. Well, well, w- well, Gros- well, she does. That. Yeah. She tries to in this as the Witchfinder General. Yeah. And he's laughed at because she's a woman.
0: Yeah. And it's only a woman that believes her to be the witch finder, the yeah. the psychic. But as soon as the King James turns up, he just says witch finder's yeah. assistant. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Is it, so, I mean... And it's all that, you know, there was it was it about the, the women's ability to, to snoop and pry, wasn't it? Or what yeah. he said, yeah. Um, which, which, okay, just reflected the, the, the times, really. You know, I'm yeah. not going to i are not going to sit there and debate no, I that. That's they're just, they're no, just how it was, you know.
1: I mean, t- to be honest, had they not mentioned, had the Doctor being a woman not caused the problem, it would have been out of place.
0: Well, yes, yes. And I think, had they not mentioned that along with, I mean, how can I put it, not mentioned of, of the fact of um, Ryan and Yazzie's, um skin colour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Say, if they had a mentioned that it wouldn't have made much sense because that you know, I think people were more used to it than, yeah. we, than we like to think, uh, you <clears throat> know, in, in that century. Um, also, the thing about King James, I don't think it was just rumours around court, cool. yeah. But again, I don't think people were particularly bothered no. by either. Uh, but as you say, to, to leave out the fact that you had a woman trying to be the witch finder general, that wouldn't have sat well in that particular no. period of history, no. So, basically, uh, I don't believe say, so. Yeah, no, I don't. So, I say, yeah. if, if if
1: you are going to make, a, if you are going to, you know, you're saying, but you know, it hasn't really been an issue in the other stories. Mm. Well, the only other one I could have thought it would have been, it could only really be, only necessary for it to be in the historical ones, mm. because you'd ho- you I presume hope the future the episode set in the future, it wouldn't be an issue.
0: Well, we, we've had an episode. We've got a future space races, haven't we? So obviously, yeah. It, it, it's maybe it's still not right. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> no, but yeah, it not 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 so that it would need to be. It would have yeah. You, know, you could watch an episode and think, well, they haven't mentioned that the, the doctor's a woman. Yeah, you know. But in this, you could say yeah. If it does it, if they don't mention it, then especially as she was trying to pass herself off
0: as someone in authority. Yeah, yeah as the witch yeah.
1: finder general, then um, there's a case that yeah, the, the that would be. That would be. That was a a time at which you could you could address it, yeah. and the fact that it would be harder for a female doctor in that period to assume control.
0: Do you think that sort of like the doctor getting herself captured and and um, put in the ducking stool and all that was all the all the result of of the doctor's hubris to a certain degree? Because the, the sort of, you know. Made the big speech get about don't. Inter- that was the other thing as well that proves it was shown out of order because the whole thing about don't interfere. We've had that already, yeah, haven't we? So um, we get the same speech again, and they'll act like they've never heard it before, which is strange. Yeah. Um, which makes me think maybe this should have been like episode two, even or yeah. three. It's just it's well, not episode two. Certainly yeah. episode three. So yeah, it, um, it
1: shouldn't. It certainly it certainly didn't make sense that she needed to say it again after yeah. Uh, the demons one, yeah, the demons one. of the Punjab, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the but the
0: other thing as well. A, the doctor just dives in the water, and tries to save um, old Mother Twistum. yeah, um, and then starts waving the sonic screwdriver around. They would have thought there would be one particular point in history, you know, they're hunting witches, where you wouldn't when wave you don't something. don't have a wand, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you, you already stand out. Yeah with your clothing you're waving this what they deem to be seem you know deem as a magic wand Yeah. Um, you're going to just draw attention to yourself aren't you so yeah,
1: yeah you and and because it's not exactly I mean as as we've said all along the way she uses the sonic is mm. not the most uh what's the word I'm looking for here uh it's not underplayed, is it? Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, she's not. You know, it's, it's produced quite, quietly. <laughs> quietly turning her back and hiding the fact that she's using it from people, is she? So no, that's right. Yeah,
0: it, it doesn't make sense. No, on that but, um, really. But I mean, we sound sort of criticised a lot of this here, but I did enjoy it. Well on the second watch I, I certainly enjoyed yeah. it more. I mean, than I, I, did first, I, 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 I didn't know.
1: mind it. I, I think it's a program it's, it's an episode that isn't I mean like most of them other than probably the conundrum one. Mm. That I uh, you know quite happy watch again.
0: Yeah, I, I certainly would actually. particularly um... when I can't sleep obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think particularly for, si- for Siobhan Finneran's performance more than anything else in this story yeah. to be honest. Um I also thought she was quite good when she when she transformed to the Morax to be honest. Um I thought she sort of yeah, I spat, mean, I... she spat the lines out with with you know real venom I felt. Um
1: Yeah, that that scene where she transforms and they're all behind was probably the best bit about this episode.
0: Yeah, cuz that was a um, bit we woke up.
1: <laughs> the the bits that went the best bits of this episode a were the the scene setting with the the killing of old mother twisted yeah on the ducking stool and then that bit yeah I think the rest of it was a bit not quite hitting the mark
0: no no I I, no, I take your point I do take your point I think I think it was it was I think it, on the second watch for me, the whole James the First thing seemed to work a bit better, and yeah. Cummins' performance worked a bit better. Um, and there was an underlying—I know that it was played, not play for last, but yet yeah, it was certainly camp. I can't, I can't disagree with anybody's description of his performance as being camp. Um, no. But, 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 but the, if there you, was an—it was underlying. Cumming, that's what you're getting exactly. But it, there was an underlying menace there. You know, when, and a bit, when, he's going, and a bit wh-
1: when he has the conversation with Ryan was they're walking back about how you know he doesn't trust anybody, yeah, and whatever that works as well i mean the 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 bits that worked with him were the bits where it was just one on one,
0: yeah, with people, and he likes to be one on one with Ryan, wouldn't he so yeah. <laughs> it was just the what was it, the Nubian prince that was the yeah. Yeah, that was um, no, no. I, I just thought it, it was, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, it's not the best episodes of Doctor Who, but it, it was enjoyable. Um, and again, it, it seems to be my my sort of measuring stick, really. Sort of like if it, if it was on telly, I wouldn't turn it off if, if it was on. Your <laughs> measuring stick would. <laughs> yeah, would, <laughs> re, would uh, be re, what... reach out with a measuring stick. <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> You're, you're yeah. actually you're ageing yourself now, Paul, because you actually sort of you talk about switching over television with sticks. <laughs> they said with the big buttons on the front. So yes. <laughs> we've only four buttons, no, three buttons actually, yeah. <laughs> and a big knob on the front for for <laughs> volumes. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Oh, but, uh, yeah. no, oh, no, I mean yeah, I, it's yeah.
1: it's it's it it's it's a watchable program. I and I think the problem with it is is the fact is what we said it's. How do you take what was a pretty gruesome period of part of English history, yeah, and put it on at tea time on a Sunday?
0: Yeah, exactly. As entertainment. Yeah, and it's uh, it's, it's a it's a difficult sell that one. Yeah, and I, and I think it's it's partially successful. Yeah, I think it's yeah. probably my, my way to sum this up: it's partially successful. Yeah.
1: I mean, again, if 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 it makes people go out and. Look up and take an interest in the period, and the yeah. king and whatever. Then perhaps that's that's what what it should be doing. So
0: yeah, it's all was all what you said before. Sort of like maybe I th- I, could, I thought this went out on the podcast. I thought we might have mentioned it afterwards. I can't remember now. But when we reviewed Demons of the Punjab, it was sort of like, well, if you know. It could have been our like companion show on BBC Four. Yeah. So if you if you know, want to know more about the Partition, turn over to BBC Four at nine yeah. pm. Yeah. you, yeah. They could have done the same thing about James the First. Yeah. So you've had sort of like the little sci-fi thing, and now learn some real history.
1: Yeah. Or even yeah, yeah or, or the you know. Or press the red button your... now and yeah. Watch on yeah anything you know. Yeah. I do think actually, if the BBC are trying to, and they are. Chibnall is trying to go back to a, let's have a bit more of an educational Doctor Who, let's go back to what its original ethos was. Yeah, and then they are missing on not bringing you know companion shows to it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose what they don't the problem with what they don't want, of course, is because of the program that follows it is their flag show program.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but I say if you put it on the red some- button, you can watch it anytime, really, can't you?
1: Yeah, but I suppose that, that sort of works with the fact that, you know, it's one of those things where, oh, actually, oh, yeah, I'd like to turn over and watch that now, whereas mm.
0: obviously they don't want you to. No, they want to make you watch Dynasties with uh, David Attenborough, so... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... I, I, I think, you know, as, as I said, just to sort of like sort of round this up a little bit, I just think, yeah, if, if it was on again, I'd watch it. It's enjoyable. It's not perfect, yeah. No. By only stretch of the imagination, not for no, me anyway, I, I, personally for me it's not perfect, but, you know, I, I would watch it again. We've got to remember it's not really... It's not aimed at us, is us. it? Us,
1: yes. Exactly. Um, it's not aimed at us. And the problem us. is, if we want if we want a sort of horror programme, we are not going to get it in Doctor Who.
0: No, not anymore. No. Not
1: anymore, But, you well, know? yeah, no, but not necessarily...
0: What, not not to wear well, those you know those horror cred- credentials on its sleeve quite as proud as they yeah. did
1: in you know <laughs> I, back in but the but day. But to be fair, they are the death rate in this series has been quite impressive. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> um, it's it's not it's not for want of bumping people off. Are you a descendant of James <laughs> the <It's like>, First? <laughs> hmm. And and that pleases me. <laughs> <laughs> there's many ways to do it don't I? <laughs> your own little torture box you take <laughs> <laughs> most of my neighbors are suffering at the
0: moment said earlier. To, to ward off the evil cold ward, <laughs> yes until i stop sneezing well <laughs> we may <laughs> we, well we may life a... is forfeit <laughs> As I say, we made it through a podcast without you coughing or sneezing. I think so. Yes. Well done. Well done. <laughs> so, um, well, we'll be back next week. We've only got two episodes to go. I can't believe we, you know, we're nearly at yeah. the end. So, we're in the, we're yes. the penultimate episode of Doctor Who next week, it takes you away. Um, written by Ed Heim. So, um, and this one, I think, I'm back to a bit more spooky house kind of thing. I think. Yes. So uh, we'll see how we get on with that one. That one. So yes. Um, yes. Anyway, I think that just about wraps up this week, doesn't it? It does. It does indeed. So uh, so thanks once again, everybody, for sending your feedback. Um, we really do enjoy re- reading it out. And as I say, it gives us conversation points throughout the podcast. Also. So please do keep it coming. And um, yes, so we shall be back next week then to look at It Takes You Away. So until then, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.